good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna? Bumblebee Tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. All right, welcome in, everybody. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Matt McNeil. What's up? And Turd Ferguson. Hello. I forgot that it uh, still says that. I haven't changed that in like a month. Yeah. So for for the viewers at home, we we are now recording these through Zoom. And you can change your name to whatever you want. And Brent's name is Turd Ferguson. So Brent Frugier is here. Also joining us here in a minute is Shane Kronikin. Uh, we are sh- currently recording. Shane, Harry, how are you? Are you? Oh, here? hey. What's up, buddy? We just started recording. It's about time. You know, things happen. And things happen. It wouldn't be one of our new COVID and or my new internet episodes if I didn't have tremendous issues. Fair point. I think it's it's very on brand for us to just <laughs> kind of run with things and figure it out as we go. So I like it. You know, and if you think about it, you're really just being a team player. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, okay, we just we just started the show, and we were actually telling each other um, our biggest fears. What is what is your biggest fear, Shane? Uh, uh, I don't know. All right, he doesn't have one. Look ha- at having that. to watch this movie again. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Dang, shots yeah. fired. Uh, which brings me to my next subject, guys. The episode or the movie that we're going to go through today on today on today's episode is The Sound of Metal. Sounds like Shane's not a fan. Uh, no, no, I, I don't dislike it as much as I made it seem, but I wouldn't want to watch it again. That was truthful. All right, fair enough. We can get into this a little bit later in the episode, um, but I want to start things off. Uh, with kind of something that has become a staple on our show. What have you guys seen lately? Um, I personally haven't seen really anything, so I won't have much to add to this conversation. Yeah, most of what I have seen lately is because I've been having to work at uh, some of the houses with what I do, and the guys really like Christmas movies, so it's been a lot of uh, Christmas movies. I'm so sorry. And like, I don't, I I get like, we would get to sit down and watch a little bit of it, but most of them, you know, it's like only catch a minute here or there. But like, it was, uh, one of them was the Christmas Chronicle ones, the first one and the second one. And I hadn't seen those and they seemed like they were not bad. So I might actually have to sit down and fully watch those ones. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's Uh, pretty much about it. That's uh, actually one that I watch is the, the. Well, I, we went back and rewatched the first one, and then we watched the second one. Yeah, those they're they're fine for Christmas movies. I mean, they're they're mostly for kids, but the allure for me is uh, Kurt Russell has has fun as Santa Claus, and in the second one, they they Mrs. Claus plays a bigger role, and and it's played by Goldie Hawn. Um, 
So that that's the appeal to me is just to see them kind of having fun and making like the cool versions of Santa and Mrs. Claus. And that was, it, it was fine enough. I didn't, I didn't some hate big them. air quotes around the word cool. Uh, Kurt Russell is one of the coolest people to ever live. So you shut your dirty mouth. A funny, a funny <laughs> thing about that is uh, that one of the houses I'm working at the, my, my coworker that's helping out, she's an older woman. She's not like old, but she's probably like in her, 60s i guess so she's not like super old but she's older than us obviously and like uh, we would watch that movie and she's like who's in this movie and i'm like oh uh kurt russell's in that movie and then like for like the past week she's been like oh yeah that movie with uh, kirk douglas i'm like ah, kurt russell oh, <laughs> close it up yeah you tried did you pat her on the head yeah good job good one good, good one that's funny uh matt what about you uh i've mostly just been re-watching stuff out, out I mean, outside of sound of metal i haven't watched anything new um i rewatched throw mama from the train because that's free on prime right now and i love that movie to death nice uh i almost picked that movie too but then i was like no i should pick something i haven't seen yet um for christmas i i re-watched uh wacko's wish on hulu the animaniacs movie that's that's great wow, so i get a hard time for watching a Kurt yep. Russell Christmas movie, and you're just gonna throw you watch some wackos wish bull crap. The Animaniacs is a treasure. Yeah, and I don't sure, care what sure, anybody sure, says. Sure, sure. You Matt. watch the cartoon, and I'm wrong for watching Kurt Russell. <laughs> yes. Okay. That might I'm be glad one we're of my, on the same page. Yeah, that might be one good, of my good. favorite. I quotes. just wanted to clear it up. <laughs> my favorite quote of our show so far. <laughs> I, I get made fun of for watching. Uh yes. Um, uh, I did watch a, a few more. Well, actually, yeah. So I I, I watched uh, the Call of the Wild is on I think HBO Go or something like that. Maybe it's just on HBO. I don't know. But anyways, right. I watched that one. Uh, it was fine. It was a lot of CG, which is whatever. But is that one the one with uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford? Ford? Yeah. And he was good in it. He 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 was. It was good to see him in a in a prominent role. And he, I mean, he's always good. He always puts in the effort. So it was it was fun watching him. It was a fine movie. It was it was yeah. kind of a safe Disney feel good movie, but it was uh, fine. How was Balto's performance? Oh God, he was he was good in it. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other one I watched was is one called Embattled. Um, it's a UFC movie, a kind of a family drama UFC movie or MMA movie uh, with Steven Dorff as the father. You would know him if you saw him. Uh, and it was fine. It was it was not great. It was not bad, but I don't know. I wouldn't recommend that people go see it, but if you stumble on it, I, I rented it. I don't regret renting it, but I wouldn't recommend people pay for it. Maybe wait till... Netflix are free or something. I don't know. So if you don't recommend it, why don't you regret it? Well, because it, it's not, it wasn't terrible. It's not like one of those movies like, oh my God, I I, I wish I wouldn't have watched it. But it, it's it's kind of one of those like, if that's your thing movies, you know, uh, like if you're into MMA, you might kind of like it more than I did, I suppose. But I wouldn't say like, oh, you have to go spend six bucks to rent this. Like, I would recommend it if it was free on Amazon or Netflix, but since it's only available to rent, I, I, I would feel bad recommending it to people knowing that most probably wouldn't enjoy it a whole ton. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Uh, and then the last one I watched was Arch Enemy, the new kind of superhero, a spin on the superhero movie with, uh, oh, I can't I think of his name. Oh, the New Mutants. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Nope, definitely not the New Mutants. <laughs> Joe Joe Manganiello or something oh, like that. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it's an interesting premise. I, I I watched it because the trailer, the premise hooked me because basically he's he is this homeless guy who who just tells everybody that he's from this different universe basically and where he was from he was this like superman type of being that was worshipped as a god and and he he fell through this time space rift and now he's here and he doesn't have powers because the source of his powers doesn't exist and so it's kind of that is this guy just nuts or or is he telling the truth kind of deal which uh which was pretty fun it, it didn't have the amount of action i was hoping uh but it was it was good and had some pretty good performances so that one if you're into superheroes and, and like spins on superhero movies, I would recommend that one. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, one thing, speaking of Christmas movies, one thing I wanted to bring up, my girlfriend, I, I talked about this on the last episode already, but you guys are a new, a new group, so I wanted to share it with you. My girlfriend works at the zoo, and she works with animals, and in the Desert Dome, the animals have names, right? So some of the meerkats are named like Sprocket or Boris, right? But there's a pair of wildcats that are named Harry and Marv. (laughs) (laughs) Good. And the real kicker of this entire story is that she had no idea who they were named after. She just thought it was just Harry and Marv. Yeah. And I was I was like, you know what that's from? And she's like, no. And actually, I keep calling it Harvey because I I combined their names on accident. And I'm like, oh, my God, you should know. Yeah. Laura. Laura. Well, you know, you know what this means, Mike? It's time to get a new girlfriend. Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's it's time to binge watch. The number one and number two. Mm-hmm. I I told her like, it's it's the perfect time of the season. I'm we're glad just watch the first one now. We're we're gonna watch Home Alone. It's you don't like, need to watch the second one. It's just the same movie. Not the second horrible. one's it's not. It's horrible. in New York, and our it's the same movie in New York, and our president's in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the in- same movie in new york nobody's saying you're wrong i'm just saying there's also nothing wrong with watching both of them i mean why would you want to watch the same movie twice in a row why not i would do it for quite a few (laughs) no okay so here's a question that makes me because that movie is very similar to the first one like it's it's like, exactly the how same. different can you make it oh we forgot right. our kid so, oh this time he got on the wrong plane uh-oh right so <laughs> what i'm saying is nowadays do you think that they still do some of that because I, I feel like there are some movies that well, i'll take play the formula for the first one i'll play aaron real quick every single marvel movie is the same uh, there Perfect. that was aaron yep. oh. um i mean I he's know. not I mean, wrong <laughs> he is you can't I like mean, there, there is a formula but but there's also the it's it's a right i mean we've talked about this a thousand it's times a the vast generalization right yeah yes um i mean obviously yeah you can get away with it i mean there, there are people that that are convinced and in, in, in you know like the cool thing to say is hollywood doesn't have any original ideas and all they do is remake so some would argue that that's all they do is release the same movies over and over 
Yeah. Um, I mean, they kind of proved it this past year with I mean, releasing. I, and especially for kids' movies, I think it's yeah. easier. I mean, the Crude's 2 just came out, or the Crude's The New Age, or whatever the heck. I, I haven't seen it, but I don't imagine it's much different than the first one. No, but... I mean, the Ice Age movies were essentially the same thing with little twists of the plot points. You know, like kids' movies, it's easier to do that, I think. Sure. But do you consider... I mean, is Home Alone a kids' movie? Yeah. yeah. You think... I yeah. mean, it was a kids I think movie a back kids in movie. the nineties, so they right. you're able you were able to get away with a little bit more. And like, yeah, I think it's like a PG movie. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I guess I always like the target audience for that. I always figured was like fifteen to twenty five, maybe even higher than that. Fifteen uh, to thirty. I would think it's kids first. You think and so? It's just, it just happens to be one of those kids movies that appeals to a wide audience, like right. some of them do. Right. Or or a kids movies with things that you that are thrown in there that the adults get that but they fly past the the kids' heads you know there, I mean there's plenty of movies yeah. like that oh yeah uh, also to to circle back to Home Alone two for a quick second um, want to quote the great John Mulaney and say Lost in New York the streets are numbered <laughs> I hate yeah. you but no, I got nothing yeah but. Harry and Marv were after him, and that makes mm-hmm. you scared. Mm-hmm. I like I I really like John Mulaney. I can't say that <laughs> enough. Yeah, I I dig him. Uh, he so this is a fun little fact. He gave a speech at SNL or like a um, intro monologue at SNL in February, and he just talked about this recently. But he had an investigation from the FBI because of it. What was uh, his no, that was, about? That was just the last time he hosted. That was back yeah. uh, before the elections. It was like uh, a w- couple uh, weeks before the elections. Yeah, it was about Trump then. Yeah, well, no, well, it was about both of them essentially. He he pretty much just said it doesn't matter who wins. Nothing's really going to change. No, so the the one thing that the, the from okay, so from his February one, he said Julius. He said some quote about Julius Caesar on the calendar, and he says another fun fact about Julius Caesar is that he was stoned to death by the Senate. And I think that would be really fun if we brought that back nowadays, <laughs> or something along those lines. You know what I mean? I don't want. I misquoted him. I think, but like it was a very yeah. broad generalization, and he's like, I didn't necessarily mean like right right now. Just like the concept in <laughs> itself is funny. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. I, I suppose they have to. Yeah. Look so, into it, but whatever. Yeah, dude. But it's he comedy. He has also so in some of his stand-up specials, he talks about like emailing people back, like, "Do you want me to kill your neighbor for you?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I would totally kill him. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole thing. Anyway, I, I don't know where I was going with this. What's the movie today? <laughs> the Sound of Metal. Are we ready to talk about that? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about pre-show? No, I'm good to go. All right. Uh, we can move on to The Sound of Metal. I think it's just, is it The Sound of Metal? I it's say just that sound. It, just Sound of Metal. Yeah, because no I say thought. The Sound of Metal because the, it's close the to The Hills are alive music. with The Sound of Metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather watch a metal <laughs> version of The Sound of Music than this movie, I think. <laughs> I'd probably agree with you just for the spectacle. Right. It would just be a blast, I think. 
<laughs> like she comes guys. out in like kiss outfit and just rocking hard <laughs> on the guitar. Oh, <laughs> we've we've given Hollywood a lot of golden ideas and they know, haven't and taken it up. I know right. it's you're killing me. Now watch the- 2021. All these movies are coming out. Uh-huh. Like, wait a second. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is another golden nugget, Hollywood. Take note. Okay, guys. So Sound of Metal 2019 film. Rated R, hour and 41 minutes long. It's a drama music film. A heavy metal drummer's life is thrown into free fall when he begins to lose his hearing. Directed by Darius Martyr uh, and screenplay by Darius Martyr and a story by Derek Sean France. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have no idea how to say that. Uh, two other additional writing credits by Story By, so I don't know what that means uh but starring uh, riz ahmed olivia cook paul race rossi racy um i be honest i didn't watch this one it this stars is- riz ahmed that's pretty much it <laughs> i mean the paul paul racy or rossi however you say it has has a pretty big role as well and and olivia cook is in the movie, her character is impactful, I suppose, but <laughs> she is not, in the not movie. due to screen time, I guess. Is Rizamed the main character? Yeah. yeah, interesting. Uh, I guess I just didn't expect him to have like blonde, bright blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, I, he yeah. looks poster. Yeah. different. He does. Well, I, she he he bleached his hair for the movie and she bleached her eyebrows. She looked weird as hell at the beginning. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I really liked Riz Ahmed in in what I had seen him in. Um, yeah, yeah, he's so not far, a bad he's, actor. He's he's one of those where it's he's done good jobs in movies, but but I'm still waiting for that role. You know, that role, that breakout type of role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like Rogue One, he was fine. Nightcrawler, he was good, but he wasn't the main character. Right. Uh, uh, Venom, he was fine, I suppose, but. At least he there hasn't been a role that I've seen that's like, <laughs> oh yeah, this dude can act. I mean, he's a good actor, but he hasn't had that role yet, at least right. in my eyes. I'll be interested to see what you guys say about his performance in this one. This uh I'm sorry, Sound of Metal on Rotten Tomatoes gets a ninety-seven percent certified fresh from critics, giving it an eight point two out of ten and an audience score of ninety percent with a four point two out of five. Now, the critics' consensus, an evocative look at the experiences of the deaf community, Sound of Metal is brought to life by Riz Ahmed's passionate performance. So there you go. Um, so what, what are you guys' first thoughts um, on the film? Matt, why, why did you pick it in particular is what I want to know. Oh, um, mostly because I'm trying to pad out my 2020 movies a little bit. Um, but also, I had heard good things about it. Um, I, like Shane... Uh, think Riz Ahmed is a better actor than the roles he's been given so I thought that maybe this would be the the one for him that kind of pushes him out into the limelight and I actually think that it was um I think this was a very very good performance by him um it's not it's it's more of a drama than it is a a music film there's not really a whole lot of music in and and what music is played is not very good. Oh, it's um, terrible! Oh my god, I was so so scared after the first five minutes. I I I would not have watched this movie if this was a music movie and that was the stuff they were playing. 
Yeah, I it, it's definitely it. not. He's it's it's definitely more like punk rock, not not heavy metal. Um, with the type of music that that they were playing at the beginning, but uh, it is a, a great exploration of you know his journey with with you know accepting becoming deaf and and his interaction with the deaf community. And I overall, I think it was a really good film. I I I agree for the most part, and and I think. I think the what's holding me back you're right Riz Ahmed is is very good in this role. Um I think it's written well, I think it's directed well, the sound design had to be good and it's great. Um but the this movie just doesn't grip me. It doesn't it doesn't there's there's no time in here that I was like really really passionate about anything that was happening or or a, a a performance at any point. It, it was just kind of a. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me. It didn't just connect with me on on some level that I was hoping it would. But it just was kind of a. a I watched it and it was fine. It was it was fine. Yeah, I think I'm probably closer to Shane. Like it wasn't a horrible movie. I mean, he did a he had a good performance, but like. The movie in general just like Shane says nothing really gripped me the only thing that I kind of found interesting or cool about it is just some of the people I work with are hearing impaired so like you have to do signs and stuff like that and like they actually went in and learned how to do it and they just didn't think well half the audience isn't gonna know so we'll just make stuff up they actually researched and actually did stuff correctly and and it, I don't want to take anything away from his performance because I mean he he learned sign language. He he learned how to to play the drums. He he really committed to this performance. Um, and he got think, shredded. <laughs> and he did get shredded. I mean, he's a thin dude, so he just you know shredded up a bit. Uh, but I I think my my biggest issue is this does a fantastic job of showing that I I guess the journey of of hearing loss and and becoming a part of this community and, and a look into the deaf community. And, and, but I, I don't, where I think it, it kind of, I don't want to say failed, but I think it, where it could have been better is more characterization, like specific characterization to this character, instead of just kind of a general arc of, of adapting to being deaf. I, I didn't really, at, at no point did I really feel like I knew who this person was. At no point did I connect to him or, or even honestly really care about him too much. And I think that's where it, it wasn't yeah. able to, to, to hit me emotionally at any point. I'll give you that. I mean, they definitely don't really spend a whole lot of time developing who Riz Ahmed's character is other than, you know, he's in a band with his girlfriend and that's about it. Um, yeah, and, and, I, and I feel like, rich. <laughs> like like instead of instead of a, a a character arc, there's more of a journey arc, if that makes sense. It's more about his the steps in his journey more than than how those steps are affecting him or or his arc as a person and how he personally is adjusting, right? Um, how it affects his life going forward, things like that. I think aren't 
and, and they're touched on, but not as much as I was hoping. And right, the disappointing thing is heft. they they give you those crumbs, like they they mention that he you know was an addict, and then they you know some of the the struggles there you know when he's in the community, and he's like, hey, you're kind of acting like an addict right now, and he's like, no, I'm clean. It's like if they would have gone more into that kind of stuff, you know, with this, then it, it could have been a lot more interesting. But it, it seems very surface level. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's I that's it's that's my biggest complaint against it is that I if it would have just had some moment of, of like just emotional heft where where I connected to it and like man that's that's intense type of moment but it didn't have that so it just kind of felt like a movie that happened and was over and and I was done with it and and that's not to say it, I mean it it was well made the direction the the camera work was was very good like I mentioned before the sound design is incredible oh, yeah. um to to kind of for for the audience to go through what he's sensing and 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 what he's hearing and things like that I think that was incredible and I don't think any of the acting was bad it was all good I I think it just all boils down to the the characterization and that's a that's a big hit to me it, it i mean it definitely is um because it you're you're absolutely right it, it does take away from any kind of emotional impact and you don't you don't resonate as much with the character as a result of that and also to kind of echo what, what you just said from a technical standpoint this is an a plus plus movie um the, the the sound design is through the roof especially like once he gets the implant um oh yeah and spoil, spoilers by the way <laughs> um he he gets the uh the implant that he thinks is going to bring his hearing back but it it doesn't it kind of bypasses um that that section of his head and, and tricks his brain into thinking it's hearing sound when it's when it's not so everything is kind of like distorted and metallic and and I think that's that's kind of where the the title of the of the movie comes in because it's not really about metal the music it's it's about how he hears the world after he becomes right. deaf. Um, and that was a very very good piece of acting. I mean he this he's he's deaf and he's now at a point where he has this implant done and they're going to activate it. He has all of his money, all of his hopes in this, and it works kind of and it's he gets to hear but it's not what he was hoping and so his face has this kind of confusion and disappointment and, and it's just seconds earlier he he had this this hope that he was going to go back to his his normal and he realizes that's never going to happen in his face his, his acting in that scene was amazing but it's still for some reason and maybe it's on me it still didn't hit me emotionally Brian, what do you think? Uh, like you guys are pretty much saying everything. Like and like I said, I'm I think I'm right with Shane. Like the acting was great, and it just I don't know nothing really. There was never really a scene like he said that hit you and be like, you know what this this movie is making me feel. This movie, like, there's not a lot to invest in. I guess for this, like you, the only thing really there for me to invest in was his acting. Interesting. Yeah. So and and honestly, that that I, I wish I knew how to say his name properly. That Paul Racy or Rossi, who plays Joe, the the guy that kind of runs the the deaf community place. 
uh, he was very good and and probably the closest this movie came to to having an emotional impact was was when he was having the conversation with uh ruben riz ahmed's character and and having that conversation of basically having to kick him out of the community and you could tell that he hated doing it he absolutely hated doing it and he 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 knew that riz ahmed that ruben had made all these great steps but he had to kick him out because of basically he he had set these standards and and they weren't met and his acting in that was amazing and that was probably the closest the movie came to hitting me emotionally. And it wasn't even the main character, which is an issue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it definitely, what they, what they, and I don't fault the movie for doing this because it's an interesting way to go. Um, but what they try to do is instead of building up this character and, and making him a relatable character that, that hits you emotionally that way, they try to do it through, interactions and they and they they try to make the interactions emotional um which is not the conventional way to do it so they i mean they tried something and it didn't work but i you know i give them credit for trying um but i I just think it's it's so not what we are used to especially in a drama um, to try and hinge all of your emotional resonance on just the, the interactions between characters and not the characters themselves, that it, it was a swing and a miss there. But the right. interactions were still really good. Um, and the, it's, all, it's, all the credit in the world to the actors for, for doing what they did. I go back to uh, our episode of uh, Black Mass, and, and there was another movie that I, that I compared to that. And this is the same one where where if you look at individual aspects of this movie there's really nothing that i could could latch on to and say this is done poorly this is done poorly but for some reason when all those pieces are put together it didn't gel enough to to work it, it just kind of it's a fine movie individual pieces of it are are good to great but the the experience of watching it just doesn't have that that extra something yeah and 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 to kind of to contrast it against um the last movie that that we did a couple weeks ago his house uh that is emotionally impactful because you learn what those characters went through to get to where they are and and it's much more it seems like instead of like they, they give us like the crumbs of, of where his journey has gone up to this point. But I think it would be a much more emotionally impactful movie if we had been able to see glimpses of that journey instead of just picking up where the movie starts and, and following him from there. Because there's oh. so much more that happened prior to that, that that could resonate with us that we just don't get. Yeah, and I think it's more of a like, at least to me, it was it was not necessarily necessarily that they didn't show us the journey because we got to see quite a bit of the journey. We just didn't get to see how it impacted him as an individual, because we honestly, we didn't know who he was at the beginning when he had hearing. We didn't know who he was at the end after he's gone through everything. We just kind of see the journey and not how the journey affects the person, which is the big difference between what you said, his house, where that was a, that was a similar journey, but it was so much more personal. Everything was about 
these people and what they've been through and how it has affected them and how it's affected who they are now and, and things like that, where this was just kind of, here's what happened to him. The end. Yeah, exactly. Brent, did you watch his house? No, I was, I didn't watch that one. I you should really watch his house. Pair them. Yeah. His house is a good one. So in his house, they use a lot of flashbacks. I mean, the, like the story is, um, pretty straightforward, but there are some some intermittent flashbacks to tell you what happened beforehand. Do you think that style would have worked in this film? I think it would have benefited the character a lot more because um, then we we could see how these you know how these events that we're seeing in the movie impact him as a person because we could get flashbacks of what it was like before and who he was before he lost his hearing, and I think that would have benefited the movie a lot more. Or even even their relationship. I mean, this is a relationship that when you take the pieces of information that we're told, they were both addicts. They, they and she. It was hinted that she and possibly even he uh, did self harm or even, maybe even attempted suicide. They they were, and basically their relationship saved each other's lives literally saved each other's lives because it gave them something to cling on to and, and they had their music and and we're told these things if we would have been able to to see these things and to see their relationship and and or parts of their relationship and see that bond and have that relationship built up maybe even that aspect would have hit harder but we just kind of they play music together and then they like say, I love you a few times. And then she's out of the movie. <laughs> right. Like, like that. And that, that, that scene, that, that relationship scene where she goes back so to France. Vital. Right. And that, that's a good, that's a good scene between the two of them. Like when, when she's packing up oh, everything. Acted and so well, that. acted um, so well, but I didn't care. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Cause they, you don't, you don't get that establishment beforehand. It's just, you know, here's, here's a scene where they are having, this conversation about her going back to France and him going into this deaf community to learn how to adjust. And we don't really get why it's important other than the fact that they're dating. <laughs> like we don't, we don't see any of that relationship beforehand. So it's all, it's, it's a lot of missed opportunity. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of what could have been, unfortunately. And that's not to say it's bad. It just, it could have been very, very good. It, it could have been one of the better movies of this year. I mean, the, with, with the talent involved, and the acting involved and and it's just kind of a well i I think it's still one of the better movies of the year but that's also mostly because it's been kind of a weak year for movies kind of (laughs) (laughs) it's been a fine movie you just had to find them it's been a fine year for movies there you go name like top of your head what are some of the best movies of the year then uh well his house um whose house his house. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, say that probably my my top gentleman three, like, was very good. Oh yeah, the way back was fantastic. Ben Ben Affleck was great in that. The lodge was was very good. Well, mm-hmm. Technically, that movie came out last year, but the well, lodge. it was released this year, at least yeah. to a wide audience. It came out in in. Uh, yeah, no, I I still I still count those as as twenty right. twenty movies. Yeah, if it if so it I mean, hit wide release. Don't give me Palm Springs was this year. We all liked at least everybody watched that. Like it was okay. I liked it. I think that one's probably one of my favorites of the year. I I would say probably my my top my top five right now 
in order would probably go his house, uh, the Invisible Man, the Lodge, Guns Akimbo, and then this. I forgot about the Invisible Man. That's a very good movie. Yeah, that was actually a surprisingly good movie. Like, I don't think any of us really expected that to be any good. And then we watched it like, hey, this isn't bad. Dude, COVID has my brain going all fuzzy. Like, just not, I don't have COVID, but like just t- the time. <laughs> So I was like, God, that no, that was two years ago. What the hell are you guys talking about? Nope. Nope. <laughs> that was, that that was, was what, February. February, March. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was like a different year because that was uh, that was before like yeah, everything it, was locked down. The, the before bad. four times. Yeah. yeah. Good lord. Because like I was trying to think, I was like, I know I went to a couple movies at the theater in January. I was like, wait, was that this year? Or is that last year? Uh-huh. I now. Oh God. I just yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about that now. Um, are we? Are you guys ready to rate it? Yeah, I think so. There's not a whole. Yeah. Um, but before one. before we rate it, um, let's just real quick. W- would you recommend this movie? Uh, I. Um, it kind of depends. Not. Like it, it prob- most likely in most cases no, but like for for Mike or somebody that that knows Riz Ahmed and and is interested in his works and and. I would say yes. It's a very, very good performance. He does all he can do with what's written. Um, but for, for most people, no. Interesting, because because listening to you guys hear you talk about it, um, I was like, you know, I might want to give this a try, even though you you continue to say mm, maybe it's not worth yeah, watching. And, and I, I mean, I would I would still recommend it. I think I think the movie is good enough on its own that it's worth a watch. It's just. You know, there's sure. there's a lot of shoulda, coulda, wouldas that you can bring up about it, but yeah. the, the movie as it stands is still a very good movie. It's well, it's kind of like one of those instances where where you're you're more disappointed because of the potential. Like it, it's it's like if you're a teacher, if the dumb kid does bad on his test, like whatever, he's the dumb kid. Well, wow. like if this kid shows potential and he does bad, I don't think that's how <laughs> teachers work. You shouldn't be a teacher. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, every, the dumb kids. Come on, yeah, everybody the, knows about the dumb kid. There's that, that, one in every uh, Shane just outed himself as the dumb kid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. But this is like that smart kid where you're like, whoa, come on, you can do better than this. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Like you, you. You could have done better. Just interesting. Do do better. I'm not mad. Disappointed. <laughs> right, right. Um, it is. It's interesting though, because like based off of what you got, like I said, you guys are saying, but then also going back to the Rotten Tomato scores, like it's sitting at well above ninety for the critics. I would give it a fresh. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna give it a fresh score for sure. Yeah, it's just on the low end of of the. Low end of fresh, fresh scale, I guess. <laughs> it's sense. about a day away until it's it's, it's too anymore. well right. made to, to right. not be fresh, but it's just not. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. It's hard to explain. You just have to maybe maybe you'll love it. You watch it and let us know. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Where I'm gonna be watching and binging all of the Home Alone. So, who knows? Good. There's like Good. five of them now. Yeah, don't, not, Are there don't really? Watch all of them. Just one no, and two. Don't we already bought the the the. Dear God, what I didn't only... know that there were any more after the third one. Well, yeah, they. Well, none of them have uh, the same people, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, I knew there was a third one, but like I said, we've been watching a lot of Christmas movies at the house that I've worked at, and 
we watched the first two Home Alone movies, and then there was like part three, part four, Holiday Heist, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> These are all movies. It's like it's like the tremors of, of, home, of Christmas oh, movies. Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. Um, are you guys ready to rate it? Yeah. Yep. All right. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll set the bar. Um, <laughs> so basically, I'm I'm right where the critics are. I, I'm giving this an eight. Um, the movie's too good to to not give it a fair shake. Like, yes, there's things about it that I wish the movie would have done, but that's not the movie we got. We got this movie, and and just objectively looking at this movie, start to finish, it's a good movie. Then um, I would definitely say that you should watch it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not nearly that high. Um, I movies like I. I'm probably wrong with it, but I put a lot more into movies for entertainment value, and there just wasn't a lot of entertainment value for this movie. So I think I'm going to give it uh, give it a six, bleach blonde drummers. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm close to that. I, I'm I agree. Uh, objectively speaking it's a very well-made movie. It, it's acted well. Um, the sound is fantastic. The camera work is, is fine, but movies are supposed to have some sort of impact. They're supposed to either be entertaining or, or make you feel something. And I, I felt nothing at, at almost no point in this movie that I feel anything. And it, it wasn't especially entertaining. I, I wouldn't watch it again. Um, I feel like it's a better movie than the grade I'm going to give it, but the experience that I had warrants this. I think it's, I'm also giving it a six. I don't want to give it below average because it's not below average, but it's just not entertaining and it's not impactful in any way. All right. Well, I am interested now to see your this or that because we have a final score of 6.67. Um, it's a C plus. Yep. So this or the lobster? This. <laughs> uh, this. 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 I shouldn't have taken Which one's shorter? This. Which one's Everyone's shorter? shorter. <laughs> this or the highwayman? Oh, the highwayman. Easy. This or Overlord? Overlord. I probably watch Overlord again over this. This or Tombstone? Oh, Tombstone twice. I still haven't watched Tombstone. This or Lawless? This. Lawless. What's Lawless? Isn't uh, that the one with uh, Shia and Tom Oh, Hardy. I would watch that. Oh, yeah, I'd watch that. This Tom Hardy or... being a dumb Tom Hardy voice. <laughs> catch me if you can. Uh, um, I'd watch uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even really like that movie. Yeah. This or It? It. I'd go with it. it. Okay. This or a Knight's Tale? Knight's yeah, nice no. Tale. That's so that's, entertaining. That's the that's opposite. Like, where yeah. it's like this is a dumb movie, but so man, bad. it's so good. <laughs> that movie is so bad, yeah. but it's entertaining. Um, it's so fun. This or Saw? Saw. 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 This or Don't Breathe? Don't breathe. Don't breathe. That's a that's a fantastic thriller. I haven't seen that one. Uh, last we will do this with the color of money. 
I haven't seen that. Oh, probably. Probably. Yeah, I would watch that one just because Paul Newman. Okay. Interesting. So, like I said, six point six seven repeating, of course, mm-hmm. for uh, Sound of Metal. I put the. It messed me up. For the Sound of Metal. Nope. It's just <laughs> Sound of Metal. Ah, damn! Almost got it. Uh, next week's pick is Brent's. So Brent, do you no, Brent, a... Brent told me that he's picking no, where sports a Christmas he's story. A liar. All right, Home Alone it is. All right. <laughs> I'm picking Home Alone uh, Holiday Heist. Love it. <laughs> I'm busy next weekend. Yeah. I'm busy for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, anyway, anything else, guys? No, that's it. All right. Uh, join us next week for another episode. Uh, someone in the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Review Crew. Remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms as well as go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.